Boomer Bunker's going live, it's Bob and John, you said, I guess I'll watch the shit show, I've got to kill some time, then you, then you clicked on that link now, you've got boomers in your eyes, yeah, we woke up this morning, our glory days are gone, don't you, don't take us serious, cause we're probably wrong, but we're but we're doing a podcast, baby. This means we're going live. It's it's Monday morning and it's Boomer Bunker time. So say it now. Woke up this morning with some boomers in your life. Woke up this morning. Gotta put some boomers in your life. if i turn my mic up there we go all right everybody calm down <laughs> uh here we go so th- this is the boomer bunker and i put this on my facebook page so there might be some people here that are like what the hell is he doing i have a podcast i have three podcasts one's called the boomer bunker that's what you're watching here one is called rubberneckers which is on thursday nights and then the other one is brand x and i am your host John. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Bob is working. He couldn't make it. I asked him. And he's been an Eagles fan because Jalen Hurts came from Alabama. He lives in Alabama. Alabama. He's a big Alabama fan. So I'm not going to lie. Today sucks if you're an Eagles fan. If you're an Eagles fan, today sucks. So here it comes. In the chat, there's chat here. So I'll put this up. Uh, my co-host from the Rubberneckers podcast, Jody, says, I wonder how much broken shit is in Jamingo's house this morning. Here's the answer to that. None, because I'm not an animal. Uh, you know, it's funny. I go and I watch and make fun of the uh, Cowboys fans for, like, breaking their TVs. And then what do I see as soon as uh, the game's over? I see this nonsense. Oh, Not gonna lie, I'll give you. A, listen, I'll give you an A for effort and and style points. Uh, but listen, Eagles fans, don't act like Cowboys fans. Take the loss. Hold your chin up high. Take the shit that you're going to get now because apparently the rest of the country hates the Eagles, and they love. I'm telling you that the 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 uh, Super Bowl just ended. And a friend of mine texted me so close. 
with a bunch of happy faces. I'm telling you, if I could have reached through the phone, I'd have choked them, choked them. And it's still raw right now. So we're going to get into the game, going to get into, you know, the feelings about this. And and I don't know how long this is going to be, to be quite honest with you. But the 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 issue is that there's two things. Number one, I have new equipment here, and I wanted to test it out. Number two, I stayed up all last night, rewatched the game where I could fast through the commercials, and it's, well, this halftime show. I'll even talk about the halftime show a little bit. And I watched the play the game. And the thing is, the Eagles sucked a big one in the second half. <laughs> and if I was the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, I would not buy any food in the Philadelphia area. Like we want him gone. I I, I can't believe that the the Phoenix Cardinals or the Arizona Cardinals want him as a head coach. I say, oh my God, yes, please, by by all means, take him, because he's not Philadelphia. He's not the he's not the essence of what the fans and to be honest with you, what the head coach, um, Sirianni, he's not the image of what this guy is. Sirianni's a risk taker. He gets up there, he goes on fourth. You know, he goes for it on fourth down. The quarterback sneaks. All the stuff like they're they just take it to the other team. And Jonathan Gannon just sits back and plays a softy bend don't break. I see, I, I know I'm on some pl- places that I'm not normally. F that. As Eagles fans, we want you to get up there and punch them in the mouth. They go, they go in halftime with a 10-point lead. You know how many teams have lost the Super Bowl with a 10-point lead at halftime? Well, it's happened 20, well, now 28 times, and now two teams have lost. Two teams. One was the Seattle Seahawks, was it, when, when they threw the interception right at the goal line and Brady won another Super Bowl ring? But the defense stunk. I mean, stunk. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. You know, don't give me, God, you know, here's the other thing too. I'm a, if it wasn't for the Chiefs playing the Eagles, I'd have been rooting for the Chiefs. You know, I've forgiven Andy Reid for the shit show that he did here for 14 years. And, you know, and I'm a huge, uh, fan of the quarterback. Oh, I can't think of his name right now because I've had no sleep. Uh, maybe two hours. I watched the game again, you know, last night after I came home. And then I listened at six, six o'clock. I listened to sports radio around here where they absolutely roasted Jonathan Gannon. You know, it's just one of those things like, okay, so let's break it down here. First of all, that penalty at the end, that didn't lose the game. That didn't lose the game. You know what lost the game? The... Kansas City Chiefs got four possessions in the second half, and they scored to t- uh, touchdowns on three of them, and they would have score, scored on the fourth one, but they were smart enough to sit down so they didn't have so they could kick the field goal and the Eagles would have no time. That's what lost the game. Our defense lost the game. So, and you know what? What happened to our running game? What happened to our offensive line that was supposed to be the best in the, you know, in the NFL? What happened to our defensive line with, like, the most amount of sacks? Where were they? What happened to them? Why not? Hey, Jonathan, here's, you know, next season, wherever you're at, because 
I can't believe that he's going to be here with the Eagles next year. If he doesn't get a job with Arizona, I'd fire him. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even have brought him back. I would have just said, hey, Arizona, here's your new coach. We're leaving him here for you. Here you go. Jesus. Anyhow, uh, we need a new defensive coordinator that has the same kind of punch him in the mouth, make him you know, make a play as our offense does. And the, the breaks my heart is Jalen Hurts. The guy basically tried to put this team on his back and win a Super Bowl, and he almost did it. He almost did it. I mean, okay, yeah, did, did he drop the ball and kick it to the defense and they, you know, got seven points? Yes, they did. But did he also drive down in the second half and, you know, score a touchdown and then will himself to get the, the two-point the two conversion? Yes, he did to tie it up. Yes, he did. Oh, I see some people in the chat right now I'm not too happy with. Duchess. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you. Anyhow, so that's where I am with this right now. Um and, you know, hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they they came back. They had a great second hand. They went in. They made adjustments. And they came out and they played a, played a heck of a game. And you know something, Andy Reid, you know, after uh, 24 years of coaching, I think you got it down. Uh, the Eagles, on paper, were a better team. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, I think right now, I think that uh, Mahomes is a better quarterback than Hurts. All right. It's close, but I think Mahomes is a better quarterback than Hurts. Uh, that's not taking away anything away from Jalen Hurts. He's a great quarterback. He's the uh, quarterback of the Eagles. He's a franchise quarterback for the Eagles. And I love, love the way that he plays the game. He's, to me, the essence of what you want is a Philadelphia Eagle. But I'm just saying, I just, I'm just saying. He said, OJ, OJ, I saw OJ. <laughs> He was, he was on TikTok with his, or no, it was his Twitter. He was on Twitter with his uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Well, well Chiefs, uh, I think you're going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. But, uh, I the thing is, this was the year for the Eagles, and they had a great season. And if they would have won the Super Bowl. This would have been the best Eagles team probably in the history of the Eagles. But they didn't. They lost. So now this season's going to go down as one of the top five greatest disappointing seasons in Eagles history. One game. One game does that. So uh, let me see if I can go to the chat, see if any anything's in here worth putting up here. Oh, uh, here we go. Cry, Eagles, cry, I know. Um, there's a lot of stuff in here that I, here we go. The fumble score was the kiss of death. I don't know. You know, I think they, I think he came back after that, you know, kind of made up for it. Yeah. Seven points. Oh, what about the, the punt, the, uh, was it punt or kickoff return? I can't remember what it was. You think maybe they could stop? As soon as I saw the Eagles all bunched up on one side of the field and all the Chiefs on the other side of the field, I was sitting there and I went, uh-oh, because <laughs> he reversed. And there was no Eagles around. The guy was running. He's, I can't believe he didn't score. And with the backbreakers right there. The, you know, the the drop pass, I mean, the, the fumble kicking it right to the Kansas City guy and him running in for the score. And to be honest with you, that uh, pass that they threw to 
Miles Sanders, where he got hit and decleated and dropped the ball, that could have been an interception. So that could have been another seven points. Hey, look, um, the Chiefs have been there. Uh, they've been to ch championships games. They've been to the Super Bowl. You know, they they know what's going on. They had the experience. This was the Eagles. I mean, I know we were there five years ago, but this team, you know, it was, it was relatively a new team. And it was the first game for Jalen Hurts. And then there's some people that say, well, listen, you know, Jalen couldn't win the, NFC, uh, the uh, NCAA championship game. They benched him. But I think he's come a long, long way from that. And I like him. And he played through a, a shoulder injury and he got us to the, you know, he got us to the postseason and he got us to the top seed and we beat every team. Well, not every team, but we, you know, we beat the teams they put in front of us. And that's all you can do as a, as a, as a, you know, as a football team, that's all you can do. Here we go. Here we, let's see what he says. I think Andy Reid killed the third string in the locker room at halftime. I don't know what that even, I don't know what that means, but, um, Quarterbacks that won Super Bowls. Doug Williams, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes. True. There you go. Hey, guys, did you know that it was an amazing thing before the game that the flyover was all women? Like, that makes a difference. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that, you know, women are fighter pilots. That's a, an amazing achievement. But the fact that all women just flew over the stadium, I made it. I caught some crap. I made a joke saying, well, geez, I hope they find the right stadium. You know, because women aren't really good with directions. So here we are, and this is going to hurt for a while. This is going to hurt for a while as far as, uh, you know, being an Eagles fan. It's going to take a little while to get over this. But I feel bad, you know, I feel bad for my my one daughter because she's a huge Eagles fan. She really came into being a football fan this year, my daughter Megan. And she, she was like, I'm going to cry. And I said, hey, if you're going to be an Eagles fan, you better get used to this because I've been an Eagles fan now for the better part of 49 years. And um, this is, you know, I, you don't get to the promise, promise land. I've watched all four Eagles Super Bowls. We're um, one in three. Well, yeah, one win, three losses. And I really think I, they just let one get away yesterday, and it, it's a shame, you know, because they had a great season. They really did. And I, I think – Nick Sirianni grew as a coach and I think he had the players on board and I really liked the way he was, he was coaching this team. He was getting them ready to play. And for some reason he hitched his wagon to Jonathan Gannon. And that was his downfall. If he still has a Jonathan Gannon still has a job with the Eagles by the end of the week, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked, but we'll see what happens. All right, so, you know, they, they lose the coin toss, the Eagles do. They get the ball first. They march right down the field and score. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is the way This is the way we play the game. This is the way we play the game. But then Patrick Mahomes comes in and scores again. The, the great thing, if, they would, if the Eagles could have kept that up and kept Mahomes off the field, we would have walked away with this thing. We would have run by double digits, but they couldn't do it. And the, the, the defense – just just did a horrible job the second half in the offense. You know, they couldn't run the ball. They could not run the ball. And, yes, you know, they, they were passing. They were catching some passes. There were some great, great 
uh, throws and catches. Uh, one I'm thinking of is the one where um, I, I think it was a catch, but they took that one off of uh, number six. I can't think of his name. Like I said, I have no sleep right now. Normally I don't have any memory. Um, Smith, he, I thought he caught that one on the sidelines. I think he got to his head. I think he had control all the way through, and I think they took that away from him. Uh, the one catch on the sideline with Dallas Goddard, he, uh, Devon, Devon Smith, I can't, I'm telling you right now, I can't think of names right now. Number six. And then Goddard caught that one on the sidelines with uh, Hertz scrambling and like ran through the, <laughs> he ran through the, the bench area and came out the other side. I mean, there was just some amazing plays. It was a great game. It was an amazing game. They lost by three points. What are you going to do? I mean, they did what they had to do. I mean, the Chiefs did what they did to, had to do to, to win. So, oh, want to get into commercials last night? My favorite commercial last night was brought to you by Jesus. I th- you think they made Jesus pay full price for the ad? <laughs> hey, Jesus, you know, I know you're the son of God and all that stuff, but it's still five, you know, it's $5 million a minute. Uh, the one commercial that I thought was pretty good was the Fox News one where they get ready to go and they get Gottlieb there and he's like, okay. And they go, eat cut. All right. You know, this stuff's expensive. We got to go. I thought that was good. I was a huge fan of the E-Trade baby back. He came back. I like that. Um, These EV commercials, these electric vehicle, vehicle commercials, they're still trying real hard to make these electrical electric vehicles work. And you see all the time where, you plug them in and they're sitting there for 45 minutes, cost them $20 for the electricity. And then in colder weather, it does, they don't go as far and the batteries don't last as long. This is going to work just so you know, uh, the government's shoving EVs down the throat of American car makers and they're going to lose their ass over this. You watch the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I don't remember the Dunkin' Donuts commercial to be quite honest with you. I was focused so much on the game that I really wasn't watching the commercials. Um, and then the other thing was the halftime show. And I'm going to say something right now. I don't care what you say about the halftime show, like it, hate it, whatever. Rihanna is a rock star for one reason and one reason only. She was on that platform above that stadium, no rails around. I'll tell you what. My ball sack tucked up because of uh, how high she was up there. And that thing was shaking. That wasn't steady. It was on cables. It was shaking around. And the fact that she was up there pregnant, up there singing, lip syncing, whatever she was, the fact that she was even up there, I'm telling you what, it was making me sick. Like I was, I was, I had anxiety for her up there and they were up there for a long time. And there was this one point where they got close in there. And I'm watching this, and these cables that they had, I don't know what cables they had there, but I'm like, holy crap, that's not a lot of cable for, first of all, that platform had to go 800,000 pounds, just that that platform. And then for them to hold that up with with the cables on an angle, that even takes the strength of a cable that uh, it takes, it's, God, here we go. If you're straight up and down, that's the strongest a cable can hold. When you put it on an angle, it takes the tensile strength out of it. So in other words, let's say, put it this way. Let's say the cable is going to hold 2000 pounds. If straight up and down, you put it on a 40 degree angle, it might, it might hold 800 pounds. 
So the fact that they had these things going on and down, she's pregnant, she's up there, and she's saying all her hits. I couldn't, you know, I forgot how many hits she has. I thought it was a good halftime show. I did. She came out, she sang some songs, people danced around, big deal. And off she went. It was fine. So, and she's pregnant too. Here's some things. Rihanna, normally, you know what? When you grab your hoochie or you grab your, you know, your mama butt, you know, before, sexy. Now, mm -mm, gross. Don't do that. Don't do that anymore. I was like, oof. But she sang her songs and she, you know, she did a great job. And, you know, I give her all the credit in the world getting on that platform and getting up there that high up in the sky. It was, it was terrible. No political statements, no bullshit. This is Duchess. Uh, she says, that's awesome. No political statements, no bullshit. I, I agree. And uh, Duchess also wishes her ass looked like, <laughs> looked like Rihanna's. I don't know. Probably does right now. Just saying. That's not the Rihanna ass of old. So. Uh, here we go. Shut up, John. She can shake whatever she wants. I, okay, fine. These are my opinions. You can have your opinions. These are my opinions. So, all right. So where do we go from here, Eagles fans? Well, we're going to lose some players because that's what happens after the season's over. Because they're going to back, they're going to back up a Brinks truck to Jalen Hurts' bank account and just dump a bunch of money there. He's going to make between forty and fifty million dollars for a year for whatever this next contract's going to going to happen. And, and believe me, I think the guy deserves it. I really do. But where are we going to get, what are we going to do about getting players? I mean, Harry Roseman's going to be, have to really work his magic. Uh, do I think, all right, so here's some players I think we could shed and not really, it wouldn't hurt us. And some of these are going to break my heart because some of these players I really, really love. Brandon Graham. You know what? You brought us a Super Bowl. You strip sack Tom Brady. You'll forever be in my heart. I don't think we can. I don't think we can keep him. He's going to want another contract. I don't think we can keep him. I don't know. As far as uh, Cox, I don't know what his contract is going to be like. But if he's coming up, he's got to go. Bradbury, one-year deal. He's going to go somewhere else. They cannot keep him or Darius Slay. And by the way, where was Big Play Slay at? Where was he at? Where were these shutdown corners at? You got two of the best corners in the NFL there, and you're playing a soft zone. Get up there. Stay on them and 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 hold them to you know and let the at least let the defense get to them. And I don't care what anybody says. They said, "Oh, the field." It was the same field that the Chiefs were, and the Chiefs were putting pressure on on Hertz. And our offense line supposed to be good. So, you know, where are we going to go from here? We need a new defensive coordinator. Um, Miles Sanders, thank you for your service. Sorry. But I want a better running back. Uh, Gainwell, be honest with you, I would run. I would start Gainwell over Sanders. I would. Every time he gets on the field, he gets more yardage than Sanders does. And I want a big, beef-fed running back like we had when we had uh, Ajayi and the guy from Seattle, which I can't think of his name now. I need and 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 Howard when you know a guy that can get in there, plow into the line and get three four yards, when you need it. We we don't have we 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 haven't had that, 
And yeah, if you can get Sanders out into the second, you know, maybe he can break one or take off. But how how many times has that happened this season? Not many. And he's either hurt or he's, you know, he's nicked up or banged up or whatever. Uh, I think we could get rid of him. Uh, on the defensive side, you're not going to have Sue and uh, the other guy that they brought in at the end of the year, that were the ones that were retired, that were our third string. We're not going to have them anymore. We still got two number one draft picks, unless Howie does something stupid and trades them away. Yeah, beast mode. I can't remember the guy's name now. Anybody want to chat want to help me out? Anybody know? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Thank you. Marshawn Lynch. Yes. Was it Marshawn Lynch? I think so. Yes. Uh, but he, uh, we need a back like that. We need a back like that. Uh, somebody that can, you know, if they, if the blitz comes in, he, they can take, you know, they can pick up the blitz. Miles Sanders wasn't even really good on, on the blitz pickup. Uh, Gainwell, I think was better in the blitz pickup. I also think uh, Scott should, you know, could actually come back next year, but we need another, we need another running back. And, you know, our receiving core is solid. And our offense line is solid, you know, and I, I think we're going to need help in the defense. God, can we get some linebackers? Don't get me wrong. Our linebackers were okay, but they're not the linebackers we need. They're not. We need better linebackers and, and unfortunately, a better safety. So that's where I think we need to go from here. It was a great season. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun being an Eagles fan this year. Um, and, you know, just that one game, that one game that just ah, ruined the whole no, – it didn't ruin it. kind of ruined it. All right, it ruined it. Ruined it. Could have had two rings, one for each of our middle fingers, so we could shoot the finger at the rest of the people. Because let's face it, people don't like Philadelphia. They don't like Philadelphia. They don't like Philadelphia teams. Oh, oh, my God, I almost forgot. The best part of the game – was when they gave Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott the um, Walter Payton Award and all the Eagles fans booed him. <laughs> I, couldn't, I was never so proud. Because you know what? We hate the Cowboys. As Eagles fans, we hate the Cowboys. We hate everything about the Cowboys. And if they would have sat there and applauded him for getting that award, I would have lost all respect for him. So, yeah, here's Duchess. Who oh, they call Philadelphia. Again, you you know what? Your Steelers, they won't even make the playoffs next year. They won't make the playoffs until the, the uh, Bengals quarterback retires. So, you know, get used to rooting for uh, not your team in the playoffs. Just going to say. You say whatever you want. You can say we're losers. Go ahead. Say you're, we're losers. But you know where we were? We were in a Super Bowl. We were in a Super Bowl. Where was your team? They didn't make the playoffs. Oh, well, I hope the Jets lose so we can back into the playoffs. Like Boy George into a gay bar. Sorry. That was a joke I used earlier. Still good. You've got six rings. Four of them were in the 70s. Four of them were in the 70s. Hey, you know how many rings we got? One. We got one ring. That's what we got. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I've ranted and raved enough here. Uh, I don't normally do a solo show because I hate it. 
Uh, but I thank you for allowing me to come in here and rant and rave about the game. And Eagles fans, we'll get over this. You know what? No one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes us. And we don't care. All right. All right. Here comes the plugs. Uh, Boomer Bunker. We do Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time. That's with me and my co-host, Boomer Bob. Then we do uh, Rubberneckers, which is with my co-host, Jody B., who's in here. And uh, Jody B. is, uh, that's at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, on We have, uh, we're on YouTube, Facebook, and where else are we? YouTube, Facebook, oh, and Twitch. And sometimes on Grinder. Not just kidding. And then the Brand X Show, which is a podcast that comes out once a month with my buddy Deuce. Oh. I almost forgot the best part of the Super Bowl, which is what I call the Supper Bowl, was I went over to the house and, you know, I love a good home cooked meal and the family did not disappoint. Uh, my one daughter made buffalo chicken, uh, buffalo chicken dip, which was amazing. My other daughter made homemade macaroni and cheese, which was crazy. Before the Super Bowl even started, here's what went down the gullet. Pulled pork sandwich with coleslaw on Hawaiian rolls, those little sweet Hawaiian rolls, which is amazing. A roast beef and cheese, hot roast beef and cheese on a soft torpedo roll. And then uh, then we had the buffalo dip for the game. Had macaroni and cheese. Oh, and pizza. Got a couple slices of pizza. And they bought these amazing cupcakes that were, they had eagles on the top, green icing, uh, which was like a, like a whipped cream icing and chocolate cupcakes. And it was amazing. I had like three of those. And here's something. Here's the thing about the cupcakes. Whatever food color they put on there, I, I can't get off my fingers. They're still like, I got, still got the grease off. I washed my hand three times. I can't get this shit off my fingers. Wonder what my insides look like. All right. So there we are. Yeah. It was a snack bowl or as I call the supper bowl. So here's the, the, the best thing about the whole evening was I got the chance to spend it with my family. We had some great food. It was a great game for a while. It slipped away at the end. And it's a memory that I'll always have, you know, and I'm not getting any younger. And I don't know if I'll ever see another Super Bowl with the Eagles in it. I have no idea. But this one was special. I, I, you know what? <laughs> Being with family and realizing, you know, what a season was and being able to sit down there with, you know, like my one daughter who's a super fan now, um, it was uh, it was pretty special, and I enjoyed that. All right. If you like what you saw here and you like politics, I would say check out the Boomer Bunker. And then uh, the Rubbernecker show isn't politics. It's more pop culture and has some kind of a tinge of that. And then me and my buddy Deuce, we kind of go over some, you know, thoughts that are in our boomer brains and stuff like that. All right. Oh, Duchess, I swear to God. <laughs> Here she goes. It's such a special loss. I hate you right now. I hate you. All right. Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for indulging me. And thanks for showing up in the chat. And uh, we'll catch you later.